Welcome, Manifiners. This is Alina, your podcast hostess. I am back with you live in June of 2021 with a rebirth of the Manifines podcast. So if this is your first time joining us, I promise that I will explain everything that the Manifines podcast is here in a little bit to you. To those of you who have returned with me, welcome back. This is so good and I am so excited to be with you every week again with the Menifanese podcast. It has been two years. We are on the exact anniversary of the last podcast, which was in June of 2019. And we have had two insane, crazy years, have we not? With COVID and with everything happening in America, this has been the break of a lifetime. It was not it was not the sabbatical I expected, friends. Instead, there has been so much inner work happening over on in my world, over on my end. And I am so excited to come back to you refreshed and with a clear vision of what this podcast will be and where um Menifines is moving forward. So I'm excited to start out with a refresher of the basics for the newbies and for long long old friends (laughs) that have been waiting two years for this. I've had so many people contact me and say, when is the podcast coming back? This must happen. And here we are. I think it was divine serendipity, as I like to say, that the Lord um, planned that this would exactly be right on the two-year anniversary. When I re- I started writing out the notes for the podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, we stopped in June. This is this has been two whole years. What, what a whirlwind. Um, so let's just kind of go through the basics here. What is the Menifines podcast? In the past, I used to say that it was a place where you got to reconnect with yourself and God and all of the universe, that we bring mindfulness and awareness to your daily life, and that bringing mindfulness and awareness to your daily life is really bringing it to um, your spiritual life. Everything is spiritual, and so everything you do all day long is spiritual, every single thing. And now... I'm going to continue to say that, but I'm going to say it a little bit differently. Um, the Nif- the Minifanese podcast was always for Christian mystics. And let's just start there. Um, I use that term not because of mysticism or some form of other religions that have adopted it and used it in a different way, but the definition of a mystic is somebody that truly believes that we can be in union with the divine. And I don't really think you're Christian unless you believe that you really are trying to become more and more and more like Christ. And as you move towards union with God, you become more like him. And so for me, a Christian experience is a mystic experience. It is one of becoming one with the Lord. And so as we do that, we move into a place where we are truly embracing his way and his will for our life. And we're slowly surrendering all of our ideas of what this life was going to be like and start looking at life through God's eyes and his lens and his perspective on things that's so much bigger than we could ever fathom and way more good than we could ever imagine. And it's just, it's just so deep and so real. And you can play in the kiddie pool, but you can also get like way down to the bottom of the ocean when it comes to 
all the different layers and levels of an experience where you're actually living and walking with a living and breathing God that is still active and still moving and still molding and shaping your heart. And so that's what it means to me to say Christian mystic. It's not some weird, you know, new age thing or something. And that's really kind of the beginning of a conversation about what communion is. And there's like the bread and wine communion that we all know going to church on a Sunday morning. But when I say communion, I really mean unity again, to be in intimate relationship with the Lord. That goes from the basics of prayer into every different layer, again, of our lives where we're surrendering. It starts with, hey, what do you think about the food I'm eating. Hey, what do you think about my friends, Lord, and the places I'm going and my job? And as we start a conversation with him, then it becomes a continual prayer life. Paul said to pray without ceasing. We want to do that and move into a lifestyle, a spiritual lifestyle, not a religious one where we just clock in and out on Sunday morning, but truly a spiritual lifestyle where we are walking with the Lord and communion with him being that we're inviting him intimately into like the intimate things of our lives. Um, That's what I mean by that. Well, and on every level, you know, but, (laughs) um, but that we're inviting him into the intimate things of our life, the little tiny decisions that make all the connections for the really big decisions. When we give him the small things and we walk with him in the small things, the big things aren't as big. They're normal because the little things are normal. It's like he cooks with me. He eats with me. He walks with me to work. Then it's not going to be weird when a really big question comes up and I go, oh my God, what do I do? Oh, you're faithful all day long, every day. You're going to be faithful in the big things and in the small things. So it's like a practice. It's something that we we exercise. It's a muscle that we exercise to be spiritual. And so a lot of my mission, I think, has really been to invite people into that spiritual life, to just have those new eyes to see everything as spiritual and go, how, how can we make choices that, that aren't just earthly, aren't just worldly or carnal, like not, not just based on our flesh, but really have, like if everything has a spiritual ramification, then what do we do? How do we act? What does, how does that shape and change or mold, um, the way that we learn, the way that we walk through life, um, how we love ourselves, how we love others, how we love God, how we read our Bible even, um, it it affects everything. And so the Minifinese podcast connects you to all that, connecting you to God, to loving others, to loving yourself, not being a lover of self. That's a whole other separate thing, but I mean like self-care and good boundaries and understanding how to love yourself as you love someone else or how to love others and and not self-sacrifice to the point that it's abusive or detrimental, you know, but to really walk through life with other people arm in arm so that iron sharpens iron and it's not bad company corrupting good character. And then the reason we do all that is because of the greatest commandment. God said, love me and love others as you love yourself. And he said, Jesus said when he tells this religious scribe or teacher or something that comes to him and says, Lord, what's the greatest commandment? And he says those two. And then he, that he ends with this line, everything else depends on that. And so it's also connecting us to everything else, to all of creation. 
And that's how we steward the earth. That's how we Sabbath. That's the community we choose. That's how we live our lives. And so if we're loving others and and loving ourselves and loving God, then we're going to farm differently. We're going to live differently. We're going to buy food differently. We're going to Sabbath differently and rest and trust him taking one day off a week. We're going to, we're going to actually shift our lives if we're doing those other three things. And so that brings an intentional pursuit to a specific way of living life. It brings mindfulness. It brings awareness. It brings those aha moments, those mini epiphanies into the little things. And so I think that the candid reality of the Minifinies podcast in so many different ways and probably my favorite aspect of it was just that I really believe that God is in the transformation business. He is walking through life with us, using every single thing for our good to transform us. And at the same time, this amazing God that loves us so much and is walking so close to us genuinely cares about every intimate detail of our lives and is not a God that is unfamiliar with our experience. But because Jesus came and walked on the earth and was tempted by the enemy and everything, he's a God that understands us and and connects with us. He's not off distant in a cloud throwing lightning bolts or something. He's actually in it with us, like walking through life with us, caring about every single detail. And so he guides us in all these little tiny things. And I used to say that I felt like I was somebody that could almost like take those big ethereal things and then just and then just present them in common everyday language. Like I don't want to preach and sound theological and sound really smart. I want to be relatable. I want to make you think differently as you're driving to work about like the other day I was I was driving and I I'd been thinking about starting the podcast and I'd been thinking about um, finishing the book. I finished the book, you guys. For those of you that know, I've been working on a book for years and I scrapped it all and started over a year and a half ago. And I finished through COVID, through all the crazy chaos, I finished. And so the first draft is off to editors. Thank you to the editors that are probably listening to this for being the first set of eyes to go through everything. As soon as it's official and it's launched and it's published or it has a cover or whatever, I promise you guys will be the first people to know. But as I was driving and I was thinking about all of these things, I was worried about my alignment in my car because it felt like the wind was pushing my car. And at the same time, I couldn't tell if it was the wind. And so I was like, oh, it might actually be my alignment. And it, it went for a while. I was on a road trip. Long story short, I had it checked out and it was fine. But I had this moment of, of doubt about my vehicle. And I was like, oh, this is just like life, like the metaphor for life that we feel like our alignment is off, but really it was just the wind. And life feels like a storm, like the winds of testing come and they push against you and you're trying so hard to stay on the path, but it feels like you're veering to the left or veering to the right and you're not really sure that you're on the path anymore or you're not really sure that you're 
as strong as you were before and you're wondering if your alignment's off. And that just reassurance in that moment as I was driving of like, oh, my alignment's not off. It's just the wind was so comforting because, you know, it could be like a thousand dollar fix, but in real life, it's the exact same of, of, oh, this is just, this is just the test. This is just the storm. This is just the wind pushing against me. I'm, I'm actually fine. I'm actually doing really well. Um, I actually need to give myself credit for things or whatever. So when I'm explaining things in the podcast, typically it's stories like that. It's the little things that make me go really deep with the Lord and say, even driving down the road and fearing that you're getting off track is the exact same thing as how it feels in real life. So those are the basics of the Menifanes podcast. That's really what we've been doing since the beginning. It was two years of history, and now it is a rebirth, like I said, here, June 2021. And so I just want to fill you in a little bit on the story of kind of what's been going on with me, where where the Lord has led me in these past two years. So if you recall, or if you are new to me here at the Menifanes podcast, then Two years ago, in May of 2019, I moved from Albuquerque, New Mexico to Kansas City. And I love the desert. I miss home and all the Hatch Green Chili so much. You have no idea. I try to travel home as much as I can because I miss it so much. And the weather is glorious in New Mexico. I don't understand why people retire elsewhere. But I moved here to Kansas City in May of 2019 because the Lord just flat out said, that I was supposed to. And I recently in the book, I kind of go through explaining step-by-step how he moved me here. And man, just remembering everything he did and how clear the signs were and just how he worked things out in really like miraculous ways. It's really incredible. And so his hand was clearly on it. I knew I was supposed to move. I really didn't want to come back to the humid cold, snow-filled Midwest, but I moved. And part of the reason I moved was because, or one of the main reasons actually, was because he also told me to apply for an internship at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. And it was a fire in the night internship to do night watch through the night, flip my schedule, sleep during the day, and be in the prayer room six hours a night, six days a week. We were there the seventh day for two hours, but um, from midnight to 6 a.m., And so I did a night watch schedule, praying and interceding and healing my heart six hours a night for six months. And it was life-changing and incredible and really what I needed after feeling like I just walked through a Job season and had lost um, my husband to divorce and had lost my business moving across the country and friends and everything and just saying, Lord, what are you doing with my life? It feels like you just picked me up and plopped me in a new life, like a tornado picked me up and moved me to Kansas. And, um, and so he did. And I, I came and it was glorious and very, very difficult internally. And at the end of that six months in December of 2019, I felt like he had spoken really clearly and I had a plan and I was ready to jump and go and move on to the next thing. And that plan um, and what I, what I thought were his words were rudely interrupted by a severely different plan and things falling apart and not working out the way that I expected them to. 
And so I stayed in Kansas City really unsure of what I was supposed to do next. And I kept having this sense um, that something really bad was coming and that I just needed to sit and wait. And then sure enough, it was probably March. If I am remembering correctly, you guys could correct me. But at the beginning of the year, we all know that's when COVID-19 hit. And um, here in Kansas City, being that it's the International House of Prayer, there were also, you know, travelers a lot and things like that. And so we got hit right away with it. And it was a big deal. Everything shut down, prayer room shut down. And so there was no way I could go back into the wedding business. For those of you that don't know, I was a wedding planner in New Mexico for 10 years and absolutely loved my career and everything that I did. But the Lord told me to shut it down before I moved here to Kansas City. And so um, I didn't do very many weddings that year. And then especially once COVID hit, everything shut down. And so I had lost, you know, the ability to go back to that because weddings weren't happening. I lost my community again. It was like me alone in an apartment all by myself, you know, hiding from COVID world. And, and the Lord just went deeper again. It was like I, had, I thought I had healed and softened my heart in the internship for six months. Then he's like now we're alone again. Guess what? We're going to, we're going to do a couple more layers. And then when I was kind of done and ready to like get out of the apartment, I uh, went and worked for IHOPU, the university that's part of the International House of Prayer for a little bit and worked with the team there. And it was incredible. And just working with the students and, and really understanding my role as somebody that really invites people to prepare for um, a relationship with the Lord. It was just awesome. It, I learned a ton but I was also miserable. I was I was split between doing such deep inner work and trying to just go to work every day. And I don't I'm sure many of you have felt that way. You know, there are seasons of life where something really hard hits us, whether it's depression or anxiety or something specific that we're battling, or it's just like our own internal journey. I was like physically fine, but spiritually still feeling like I was in a desert and just feeling like almost a lack or like a fast of, you know, I'd been like soaking in six hours a night every day in the internship. And it was almost like I was still missing that. Like I still needed six hours a day to just function. It was like it had become something I was dependent on, which is beautiful to be that dependent on the Lord. I, it doesn't, it ooh, doesn't, doesn't feel like a crutch to me at all. It feels sacred. It feels like genuinely that is the way we are supposed to live is to be dependent on our relationship to God. But still, I was miserable. And I was just like, I think you're still saying there is more healing to do. And me pushing through and doing what people expect of me or striving is is not the way this healing is going to get done. It really needs to come through rest and sitting with you. And he had told me, in like May of 2019, maybe April of 2019, I'm going to want you to do like a really big fast in May of 2020. And he had warned me. And so here I was working for IHOPU and I'm looking at the projection of where we're going to be and what we're going to be doing in May with graduation and stuff. And I'm, I'm internally recognizing there's no way I can do both. And at the same time, I'm just like, Lord, what, what do you want me to do? And you know, I, I, I'm okay with either, like either you have me work and take away the requirement to do this fast, or you have me fast and, and not work. And he led me out in December of 2020 and was like, this is no more. Your time here is done. 
and gave me that assignment. Just finish the book. That is your number one thing is to finish this book. And so it just, it reminded me if you, I don't know who said this, it's got to be a quote, but just like, if you don't build your dream, someone else will pay or enlist you really to build theirs instead. And it just felt like that. It felt like the Lord was saying, I, I commissioned you for a time to kind of jumpstart dreams and, um, activities at this place. But now it's time for you to go back again and, and do that for yourself. But it felt like a standstill, you know, coming back into the little basement apartment all by myself, um, felt like I was doing zero progress. And I think a lot of seasons with the Lord are like that, where it feels like we're really not making any, um, any steps at all. We are not climbing the staircase. The ladder is not like the, the both directions look equally far. It's just like, we are, we are going nowhere. And I think, I think we're wrong just flat out. I think that it feels that way, but I think our feelings are not facts. And I think that the Lord really does see all the big steps in what feel like little tiny inches to us of like, all I did today was pray and eat clean food and lay in bed. And he's like, you have no idea how important that was. And you're like, really, really? Like, that makes no sense, sir. And um, so anyway, he led me directly into that. He led me into a 21 day water fast in May of 2020. And coming, being that I'm still on the edge of it, today is June 3rd that I'm recording this podcast. Um, Man, doing 21 days of water was both the most beautiful and the hardest thing I've ever done. And I feel so clean and the Lord was just so close. And so, um, it was just so sweet. Like I, I maybe in another podcast, I'll go to into it, but it just, it was so sweet and it was totally worth everything I had to sacrifice in order to get there, including food. And, and yet I was so weak and, the Lord just talked to me a lot about depending on him to do things and and him moving and again us just sitting and resting. I one of my favorite Bible verses is Ezekiel 14:14 14, 14, where it says that Moses turns to the Israelites and he says the Lord your God will fight for you you need only be still. And he's talking about the Egyptians coming and pursuing them and they're afraid and they recognize that you know they've just escaped slavery. And now Pharaoh's coming after them to try to capture them back. And he's like, don't, don't do anything. You don't have to fight. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is be still both physically, but also in your heart, like release the anxiety to him. Trust that he will take care of it. He will fight for you. He will protect you. It is his job, not yours to worry about that. And man, what a, what a beautiful thing to say that fear, that anxiety, that whatever is above my pay grade. I don't get paid enough to do that. That's the Lord's job. He gets paid the big bucks. He owns everything. He can deal with it. And it was really like that. It was so beautiful to enter 21 days of like, literally all I can do is be with you, pray, lay in bed, because I really have no strength and no energy for anything else. I can't go for a walk. I can't go do anything amazing. Can't definitely could not work right now. This is glorious to just be with you. And so we're still doing that. It is 
actually today is day 30. I really felt like I was supposed to do a 40 day fast. And so it ended up being 21 days of water and it'll actually be 21 days of, of eating really clean, eating basically a Daniel fast, but like a really strict one, no processed foods and just slowly, safely getting myself back up to eating real food. <laughs> um, cause it takes a while and you want to be careful and I did tons of research about really making sure to take care of your body physically, even though you're doing something spiritual, but just to be smart about it. And so in the midst of that, day 20 was the breakthrough. That was the day that the book was finished. And then here we are, day 30, and the podcast is getting launched. And so it just has felt like this beautiful redemption of, well, first backing up a little bit. One of the things that I really looked at this year, especially being a part of the IHOP KC community, was the first and second commandment. And since the first commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and strength, one of the questions on my mind just kept being, how do you offer him your body? How do you offer him your strength? What does that really look like? And I felt like water fasting was a piece of the answer for me personally. I don't think it is for everyone. I think that you really need like a command from the Lord to do it. I don't think you should take it lightly. It's a big deal. But at the same time, or, you know, maybe not a command from the Lord, but, you know, take me with a grain of salt. It's hard. And you definitely want to know that you have the favor of the Lord with you and and a helper and you're not just doing it alone. And so I really felt like I was handing him my strength for 21 days and it was beautiful that as I did that, he gifted me back so much of just finishing the book and now restarting the podcast and just this redemption of all the things that it felt like had gotten died and buried and lost and were gone forever. And so it it just confirmed things that we have in the old podcasts in the history of just saying, how many times have I said over and over and over and written and you know, posted on Instagram, like things have to die, seeds die under the earth so that new life can come forth. And so here we are much later and those seeds died and I thought they were gone forever. And then all of a sudden the rain came and there was a little sprout and I had no idea that the seed was still alive. I thought he was gone, you know? And so it's been like that over and over and over and over, just seeing the beauty of the Lord weaving this plan together that that I just couldn't see. And so that's kind of the short version, I suppose, of the story. But that brings us right up until today to say like, here we are, June 2021, and it's coming back. The podcast is here for all of you that have waited so long for this. And the book is around the corner and that's been in rumor stage since 2016. I mean, friends and family have been waiting five years. It's, it's unreal. Um, and yet, man, it is such a different book today because I'm such a different person today. And the beauty in that, you guys, of, of going through what felt difficult, what felt like misery at times, what felt like, you know, the, the divine surgeon cutting off pieces of my heart and saying that doesn't belong there. I know the way that thing is supposed to be shaped and we're going to circumcise your heart. It is, it was worth it. All of it was worth it. And he is worthy of the sacrifice as well. And it's just beautiful the way that the Lord loves 
such broken, imperfect people like me, like all of us, and leads us with such gentleness and such kindness through those desert seasons and through the hard seasons and through the storm and the wind that pushes us and makes us feel like we're getting off track. And I think through all of that, you know, to come full circle, it really like unites us with him. Like as we, as we walk through the hard seasons, we depend on him and it brings us back to unity. And then it brings us into communion and dependence, not just on him, but on our community and looking around to everyone else and saying, I really need to know I'm not alone right now. There are other people that have been through this as well. You're, I'm not the only one or you're not the only one and can turn to you as a, as a friend or as a spiritual director and say, this is normal. Like it's okay to feel lost in the forest of your life and the Lord is faithful and let's think back and remember all the good things he's done and then figure out how we're going to like pray and trust him and move forward and, and trust that you're just making little tiny baby steps, but that really you're moving mountains and you just don't see what we're doing because we just don't have eyes to see it. And someday it'll all make sense, but time, time heals all, but it doesn't like we have to actually dig through the crap, you know, and sort through it. And, and when we do that, man, the Lord is just so near and so good. And so man, all of that, you know, desert seasons and everything being spiritual and loving God and intentionally pursuing a spiritual life that is in unity with the Lord and not just religion clocking in and clocking out on a Sunday, all of those things, how to have good boundaries and what to do when you think you're off track. Those are all of the things that I talk to people about one-on-one in spiritual direction write about in this book and future books and talk about on the podcast. And I think a blog is right around the corner. I think that might happen next month. I don't, for those of you that love Menifanes, I am sorry to say, um, at this point, I don't think it makes sense to bring all the old ones back. And so I know you feel like your long lost favorite podcast is gone forever, but just like the seed, my friend, just like the seed, it's just going to sprout up something new because instead, um, believe it or not, the whole first year, um, is transcribed and I have a document of every podcast and I still have all the old podcasts. And so I think we might do some like throwback Thursdays or something, and I'll post a podcast, um, for fun, something that's one of my favorite episodes but I'm also going to start um, writing and and just sharing a lot of the things that were in the past podcasts um, just in new ways and kind of breathe some new life into them and some new thoughts into them and then get it all going again. So I, I want you to know they're not gone forever, um, but they are going to be reformatted for you. Let's say it that way. They're going to be revived and refreshed, and then we're going to bring those dead bones back to life. Okay, so... I think that's all for today. This is a long one. Minifinies is typically something I want you to be able to like listen to on your way to work and be fairly short, but sometimes I go closer to 30 minutes instead of 20 minutes, you know, because it's good stuff and you just got to keep going. So if you 
loved this podcast. If you are thrilled that Minifinese is back, then a piece of the rebirth is that all of the old reviews are gone. And I would love, I would so appreciate those of you that were avid listeners in the past to go on and write a review and just talk about what this podcast is and, and help me get some reviews back on iTunes or Spotify or something like that. Um, that'd be awesome. That would mean the world to me. But in the meantime, until next week, Minifiners, if this inspired you, if it gave you a mini epiphany, then I hope that you will share it with a friend. And until next week, from the bottom of my soul, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.